What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Youth Camp Stories with Heath Mulliken. Love it. The podcast that's been around for three years, but it's never taken off. <laughs> and I'm now branching out to have my first guest on here. Yes. And uh, 2023 is the year. My guest at this time is Jam Patterson, a man who in the Carolinas needs no introduction. Jam, how are you? I'm good, Heath, man. Thank you for having me on the show that hopefully is going to take off after this one appearance. That's right. Um, so Jam doesn't even know. So basically, this is a podcast about youth camp stories. It. We've talked about how many ice cream sandwiches I've eaten, being oh, yeah. arrested. Uh, Jam, you said you had a youth camp story. I, I have a, quite a few. I mean, I grew up in the, you know, the NC East. Uh, one of my first stories is... Back in the day, you know, we used to have athlete of the year, yeah. camper of the year. Each cabin got someone. Well, I was in a cabin, and man, we had a rough cabin. Me, right. I had my two stepbrothers. Uh, Pastor nope. Dan Leroy was our counselor. Now, what church did you grow up in? I grew up in Eden, Dan River. Okay, gotcha. Uh, home of Jason Tuggle. Yeah, some of those guys. Lots of good so, people. Uh, and so, we were there, and like I said, we had a rough group. And at the end of every camp, you always voted for who you thought in the cabin was the most Christ-like. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I won it, uh, I think it's my second or third year there, I won it unanimously. Wow. 100% of the campers voted for me. Did you catch that? What? 100% the most humble guy to win the award. I voted for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Dan called it. He was like, wait a minute. How did he get 100% of the vote? So wait, so so it wasn't rigged or anything? Like it was a legit It was thing. a legit. Wow. It, everybody else thought it was me, and I thought, well, it is me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, so, man. And, and the best part about it, about three years later, I get kicked out of camp. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, so what did you do to get kicked out of camp? We, we were there. We were actually counseling. I, I'm a counselor, and I get kicked out of camp. How do you, oh, how my goodness. You love this? I think I've heard this story. And so uh, we were camp we were counseling for the kids' camps, and at night the the girl counselors could go swim one night, the guy counselors could go another night. Well, it was the girls' night; they were down at the pool, and uh, some buddies from Kernersville, and we were all there. They're like, "Hey, let's go down to the pool and scare some people." And we're like, "Yeah, let's go, man!" You know, we're 16 years old, right? And so we go down there, and I'm not sure, and I'm really not to this day. I really don't know, but someone grabbed a rock. Uh -huh. Threw it over the fence, landed in the pool for a huge splash, scared these girls to death. Yeah. And so we all, we run back to the cabin. We're sitting there, and about, you know, a couple minutes later, the golf cart comes rolling up. Uh, the, uh, the camp director gets out, and they're like, hey, we want to know who threw the rock in the, in the pool, and nobody's admitting it. You know, here we are at church camp. We're lying to our right, church director. Right. <laughs> and so we're sitting there, and uh, about that time, she starts drilling one of the really young CITs. And like I said, I don't know if he threw it in or not, yeah. but I, all I know was I said, hey, I threw the rock. Yeah. And she looked at me. She said, how big was the rock? And I just put my hand up and said, about yay big. She said, you're a liar. It was bigger than that. I said, well, it was dark. I didn't know. Yeah. And so the next morning, uh, she, we're having a counselor's meeting. She's grilling me. And uh, a guy named Larry Pope. I don't know if yeah. you ever knew Larry. Yeah, I saw Larry here today. Larry goes, stop. He didn't throw the rock. He's taking the blame for someone else, blah, 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 blah. 
And she said, well, since he's a liar, he's kicked out of camp. And I was happy because it was Friday. That oh. means I didn't have to clean. Oh, man. <laughs> and I am also the guy who drove the golf cart off the pier into the lake and then drove it underwater out of the lake back onto the land, and it kept running. Oh, my word. Now, how old were you when you got kicked out? You said you were a CIT? I was probably six, anywhere between okay. 16 to 18 years old. But so, I mean, I, I've, we got camp story after camp story after camp story. So let's let's talk a series because uh, Jam is a pastor at Foster Street Wesleyan Church in Ashburn, North Carolina. Yep. Talk about, um, was your call to ministry at camp? It was. Uh, and here's the thing. And, and here's, you know, and, and I'm not, you know, trying to, to really downplay but when I got the call, it's such a hard mm. thing because you never want to you never want to do an emotional call, right? Right, and so you know it was a legit call. But you know I have I'm talking to a guy now who was a counselor out at camp, and he thinks he's called to the ministry. Mm-hmm. But he the way he gets he thinks he's called is man I've had so many people tell me I would be good at this. Right. Well, th- yeah, you probably would be, but right. Is that, is that a call or is that you want to be called? Right. And so when it comes to youth camp, I mean, you really want to be sure. You really want to be certain because, you know, as much as we love camp, as much as camp has changed the lives of millions of people, you know, around our area, you know, there is some emotion involved. And mm-hmm. so and I, my, my advice to him and my advice to these other people who get this call at camp if there's just a little bit of confusion, mm. remember God never works in confusion. Right. I right. mean, you know when you got the call. I know when I got mine. And so yeah. that is always my guard for people when it comes to youth camp. That may be a little bit too serious. No, but, no, no. Know. That's good. No, that's good. That's good. But that's the way I look at it because, I mean, uh, when you get a call from God, it's the most serious thing that you can do. Right. I mean, it's the most serious thing. And you want it to be legit. You want it to be 100%. And I think when I when I see people who have, you know, been a year or two in the ministry and they dropped out, my first thought always was it an emotional call. Right. Were you riding that high? Right. Were you on that wave and you thought, man, this is what I want to do, when in essence God was like, no. And the guy who actually is the camp director now, Dennis LaRue, has a phenomenal story mm. where he went to Bible college, was going to be a pastor. He's sitting in first preaching class, and they said the, the lady got up and said, hey, look, I want you to tell me why you're here. And he got up and said, because I'm supposed to be. And through this process, he realized he wasn't called to be a pastor, but he was called to be a, con- a, a Christian construction worker. Wow. And so your call is always God will make it known. He will make it serious. And so... Those are always my cautions. Don't run on emotional highs. Yeah, and it's hard. I remember when I got called at camp, I got called during the quiet time. Yeah. I mean, we have a quiet time at our camp because I didn't get called during the worship. Right. Anything like that. I got called at the quiet time, talked to my youth leader that night. Right. God started confirming some things, and the way the way the the camp I grew up in, uh, Somersault in South Carolina, they did not do an altar call until Thursday night. Yeah, uh, what is some some people call it the cry night or something? Right, right. Because you wait, you wait, you wait, and so. But no, I I, I totally get that. And what you you gotta love, right? It's in, right. it's in those quiet moments, right? That right. you really know that God is doing a work in, in you. So. 
I think one thing, I mean, you talked about guys who flame out of ministry or whatever. I think so many people grow up going to camp, grow up in youth group, and they say, man, that looks like a cool job. And they don't understand. We've got to do a better job as pastors displaying more character over charisma. Oh, 100%. You've got to have charisma. Right. You gotta you gotta be able to talk to people. You right. gotta be able to share the message. Right. You gotta be compelling. But people have to know, you know, if I do all these youth group games but but I'm not doing my quiet time, right. it doesn't matter. And I think, you know, because you know, we're a little older. That's right. Let's be, we are a lot older. <laughs> let's be honest. But I always felt like and never confirmed this and I'm not and I'm not trying to speak bad, but back when I was younger I always noticed that youth pastors or, or younger pastors were only at a place two to three years and then they're gone. Right. And as I got older, I always wondered, did the tricks run out? Mm. Kind of like what you're talking yeah. about, the charisma. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've got enough games and I've got enough of this for two years. Yeah. But then what, where can I go? And I mean, you know, I mean, when, when you get a kid now, you got them for what, six years, probably six yeah. or seven years. What a beautiful time to do discipleship. Right. What what right. a beautiful time that, hey, Mom, when your kid comes in the sixth grade and when they leave in the twelfth grade, this is where I'm going to take them. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not always going to be the bigger and better games, but, hey, we're really going to dive into the Word. We got a guy that's a SWU alumni, uh, Jacob Clapp, and, you know, we talked about this earlier. And basically when I interviewed Jacob, I said, hey, look, we push our kids to college prep. We push our kids to AP courses. We push our kids to early college and mm. high school so you can get an associate's degree before you even graduate high school. We got to have that same push spiritually right. for these kids right. because, I mean, the world wants to indoctrinate them so quick and right. so fast right. that, like you said, if there's not that spiritual maturity and there's not that, uh, that ground uh, you know, these kids can get swayed so easily. Yeah. Oh, man. You're, you're so, so right. So uh, you still attend the camp, Victory Mountain Camp, celebrated their 50th anniversary right. this year. Yeah, I found out. It. I found out it was um, South Carolina's 40th really? this year. Well, congratulations. And uh, so, I, you know, I tell the guys, you know, Victory Mountain, um, there's obviously some you know friendly competition there but they really oh, yeah. have set the standard as far as as camps go and just the people you you know you, the number of people who have come through victory mountain camp and been called to ministry and who are making an impact uh, all around the world you know people like you know you think about the you know matt Leroy, Matt-Leroy, josh Leroy, jam patterson just so many jacob clapp you know jacob a kid clapp, that grows scott simmons and, yeah and Kid, you know, kids. There's this. They grow up there, and, and they want to serve there. They want to go back and be camp right. counselors. And we've had that. We've had that at Table Rock as well. And uh, I think we were very blessed in the South to have two really amazing camp facilities. Oh, uh, and I think, I mean, I firmly believe in camp and ministry, and it's where God does some really. Uh, amazing things and where we get some really really great stories there's probably oh, there's probably stories you and i can tell that will not be suitable for the podcast well, it's like i said you know there was at our at victory mountain we got a golf cart first yeah. time we'd ever gotten one somebody donated it uh this is back when we had the big vhs camcorders yeah. you know, they had to hold on your shoulder yeah. so we got a guy on the back we said hey film this we're gonna go down this trail we're gonna call it the trail of death yeah so we're going down this trail 
we get to the bottom where the pier is, you know, we've been down there. And somebody says, hey, let's take it out on the pier. <laughs> so down these steps, we come flying out. We come to a screeching halt at the end. Well, when we go to back it up, the accelerator gets stuck. And this brand-new golf cart goes <laughs> flying off the pier. And the camera's still rolling. It's all on video. Yeah. And so our first notion was, hey, we're going to reach over the pier and pick up this golf cart. Yeah. So we try to pick this golf cart up. doesn't happen. So remind you, we're at church camp. Our next thought, let's go steal the tractor. Yeah. Hook a chain to it. We'll pull it out. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. And for some reason, uh, a guy named Scott Thompson was video. I said, hey, Scott, I'm going to dive in. Film me. I'm going to sit in it like I'm in the Flintstones driving underwater. So I dive in, get totally underwater, yeah. hit the gas pedal. It starts running. It comes back out. Lo and behold, we don't tell a soul. And it was just like, it was just one of those stories that, you know, it got out and, yeah. you know, but still just a great time, man. Just That's having awesome. fun at camp, so. Well, uh, Jamie, you do a podcast. Tell everybody what your podcast is. Yeah, I have a buddy. Uh, we're out of Asheville. It's called Barbells and Tall Tales. Uh, we talk about anything from just, uh, we both have adopted kids. We talk about ministry. We talk about working out. We talk about sports. Uh, just anything in life. Uh, you know, to try to just, you know, get, go through times and just have a good time. We want to make people laugh. We want to entertain people. So uh, if you get a chance, look us up on Facebook, Barbells and Tall Tales. Hit us up. We'd love to have you guys. Awesome. Well, he is the man, the myth, the legend. Jam <laughs> Patterson, always good to see you, brother. Heath, you my man. And, love you, dude. Uh, stay tuned to Youth Camp Stories as this is our year. This is the year we become more consistent and uh, we tell the stories We're going that need live, to be told. Baby. <laughs> all right. See you all soon.